0: what's good everyone welcome back to my first kicks this is episode 143 and this week we welcome mikey dab aka the camp out to the podcast now we talk about how we spoke to each other when i go because i if you follow me you know i hit up Ren arts as much as i can you know preferably probably once a month to go because my my barber is around the block there so I ran into Mikey and I was instantly like, can you do my podcast after just a a couple conversations with him or a long conversation with him. Uh, After that, you know, he followed me and immediately, I mean, I've been following the camp out for years now. So it was just hilarious. And what a coincidence that we ended up just linking up and making this episode happen. Now, as I said last week, when it came to my episode with Sean Williams. Thank you for listening to that. But this episode, instead of it being like an audio problem, I was absolutely sick, this this podcast, I, and this podcast recording. And I'm actually still kind of getting over the cold that I had in that episode. So you're seeing like the last remnants of this cold. I'm currently eating in the halls right now, and I am coughing from time to time. Listen, your boy's recovering. I'm trying uh, and still putting out these episodes. No days off here. No days off, but it's I'm just giving you guys a warning. If you're listening to this and you're asking, man, why does he sound so weird? Or like, why does he keep asking the same questions? Because I haven't I haven't watched back the episode. I'm about to edit it right now. Uh, Actually about to record another episode before this. So just jumping in to the intro to hook you guys up for this week's episode. But I am apologizing in advance because I had serious brain fog. But Mikey still, you know, he still still stuck it out with me. I think we became pretty cool with each other post-episode. So I'm really appreciative for you for sticking out with me if you listen to the whole episode. And shout out to y'all. Episode 143, man. Also, I announced last week I am doing a live show in New York City. Uh, in collaboration with Sold Out Comedy. It's going to be Comedy in the Front, Podcast in the Back. Me and Chris Cheney, former guest Chris Cheney, are working together to put on a great show. If you are interested in uh, joining and coming, coming to the show and watching this live podcast, I will announce the guests next week. But if you are interested, go to the Sold Out Comedy Uh, Instagram page, which is at soldoutcomedy, or check out for a link for in my story. We're working on a flyer currently, so once that goes out, I'll also be announcing who the guest is next week, like I just said. And it's going to be a fun show. It's going to be live. Me? Live? Wow. Uh, Hopefully I do not fuck this up. Anyway, (laughs) it's going to be a great conversation. I have a lot of good talking points for the episode. It's going to be a different type it's not going to be straight up my first kicks this is going to be a previous guest coming on and we're just going to be talking about you know since we're in new york new york centric sneaker culture so very excited to put that on hoping that everybody wants to come and check it out so if you're interested follow sold out comedy look for the link there by the october 24th ticket if you're just you just want to buy it right now. I think they're only 10 bucks. I think there's also a code on the Instagram page. If you're listening to this and want to buy a ticket, hit it up. Trying to pack the place. Trying to have a good time. It's going to be a good time for sure. So on to where you can find Mikey. You can find him at all social medias as at the camp out. And the O in out is a zero. Definitely check out his website. The camp underscore out the o is a zero.com. And you know, hit up Renarts, buy from Renarts, follow Renarts at, at Renarts 1981. It's a great conversation, I hope it is. And of course, you know where to find me. I am who is host on all social medias. Follow the podcast at my first kicks pod, follow the podcast on TikTok. And if you're watching this on YouTube, my first kicks. Hit that subscribe and hit that like button for your boys, please. Hit the like button; it will extremely help me out. Um, Working on sending, sending, I'm working on creating more content, and in between episodes, you know, just trying to be funny as much as I can, and also trying to be educational when it comes to sneakers and culture, sneaker culture. Uh, Only so much I can do. I don't want to be redundant and boring. So I try to be, you know, myself on these socials. So hit your boy up. If you're interested, like I said, comedy show October 24th. And on to this week's episode with Mikey Dab. Hey Mikey, welcome to the podcast. What's going on? How are you? Yo. Yo, big honor having you on. I've been following you for a while. And the fact that we were able to connect at RenArts was just like I call, it, I call that, like, the, the the sneaker guys will, like, we, we got to put these two in in the uh, in the same stratosphere real quick. What's crazy,
1: I saw your sticker, and I was like, yo, what, what's that sticker doing on the locker? And they're like, oh, he stopped by, and then they posted the video. Of, I was like, oh, I bet, so I'm, I'm glad you came through.
0: <laughs> nah, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I got love for all the, like, real shops that are in New York. Like, straight up, because, like, I'll even talk about, like, uh, the... Uh, th- th- there was a, a content creator from TikTok pulled up to New York, and he met up with another content creator. And he goes, his video that he made was like, so I pull up to New York, and I hit up all these sneaker shops. And what he went to was basically District One, and like, a, and like other resale shops. And I'm like, I, I I made a video being like. If you're going to come to New York and say that we don't have sneaker shops, then you need to actually visit the real sneaker shop. So I shouted yeah. out All The Right. I shouted out Ren Arts. I shouted out Extra Butter. And, you know, I I, I did the extra, like, w- the extra work for people who are probably going to see that dude's video because he has over 100,000 followers. While yeah. I only have, like, 700. And it, I think stuff like that just gets so tossed away now because I think too many people think sneaker stores are resale stores when – two totally different worlds you know yep, yep. and I, I, that's what happens though like mm-hmm. i think it's it's become
1: more of a hype thing and people know that they can get whatever they're looking for to, at a at a resale store as mm-hmm. opposed to shopping at a at a regular store i guess you call it regular store, like a regular retail location because mm-hmm. like we sell out the resale shop doesn't
0: right yeah you know what i'm saying i mean i still don't i like I, i'll forever be like not <laughs> that not officially down with resale stores because I I just think it's just because you made it easier to to get on somebody's passion or sell somebody their passion or their hobby, uh, that I don't think it needs to be validated. Like, if you, I mean, I'm sure you've been to Queen Center Mall recently.
1: I'm, I honestly, have, I'm, I'm not gonna lie to you, I probably haven't been there in like at least two or three years. Like, mm-hmm. inside, I drive by all the time, like every day. <laughs> But like as far as going in, I
0: haven't been there in a minute. Yeah. It's been a minute. <laughs> the well, they have they have two resale stores, but there's a st- store in there called A Sneaker Story, which I didn't know until I went to Soho, bought out the Blades location. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I, I was like, What? Um and I, I, I which I then I learned that Soho is actually really whack now. Like it, it went from being the spot in the 2000s to be in like absolutely trash now um and a sneaker story is there it's just a resale shop but like i walked into the one on on queen center in queen center and they were like you know people don't understand like our prices are fair and i'm like fair fair like (laughs) dudes are charging like 500 for lost and founds and you're just like yeah this is fair like it's crazy
1: I, so, like, like working working the retail aspect and then seeing the the resale aspect, mm-hmm. there's, like, different degrees to it. Because, like, yeah. I mean, if you go to Image, Image has pretty fair prices. Mm-hmm. I mean, I haven't been there a while, but, like, when I used to go there and, like, stop in, I'd be like, oh, these... But they're also, like, out of the way a little bit. So, I feel like they have to have some kind of allure for you to want to go there, knowing yeah. that they're better. But, like, if you think about working or going to a retail store, like, it's a resale location, and they're basically the original reseller because they're a hub that's close to you that you can get those things from their bigger box stores. Right, Resale just took that and like put it on steroids and they were like, oh, well, you we can sell it to you for eight times that. All right, let's do that. Which is which is 2016's fault. I blame 2016 and Me whatever. Like 11 <laughs> through 16 is like really what curbed everybody into being like, oh, we can make money. And a lot of people have made a lot of money reselling shoes. So like, I, I'm not going to knock you for hustling because it's New York, but at the same right. time, I'm not going to support you. <laughs> exactly.
0: But for for my listeners if they aren't familiar with you, I'm sure they're going to be familiar with you, but introduce yourself and and you know plug your stuff too.
1: All right. So so I, there's there's a lot of different names we go. So go with the camp out. Uh like a sneaker related story as far as like being out and camping out for shoes. Yada yada yada. Uh also Mikey Dab. Uh I do content creation not as much now just because of the store situation. So GM for Ren Arts. Um I mean, I'm sure there's other stuff I'm going to forget, but we'll just keep it there for now.
0: Nah, yeah, I mean, you're, you're dope as hell. Uh, like I said, I've been following you as the camp out for a, a while, and uh, it's 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 wild that, like, you get to, like, you ter- turn in s- something that you love into, like, an actual job. I always, I always love that. Like, it's yeah, it man. just seems so foreign to me. <laughs> it's man, it, was, it was, like, super random. Like, I. Oh, uh, so I so I also do
1: like voiceovers for Hype mm-hmm. So I had like a podcast on Hype Peace for a while. It was uh well, I can't remember the name of the podcast. Whatever. Um The Hype Report. The Hype Report on Podcast. Mm-hmm. Um that was super random with Staple. So like I had a really good relationship with the guys from Extra Butter. And um I don't know, like I'd ended the the breakdown or it was it might have been during the breakdown. During the breakdown, and I just wasn't sure, like, where we were going to go. And Staple was like, oh, I'm start- starting a new podcast. So, like I, I, like, interviewed. I was like, I'm going to go for an interview. I'm going to see how this works out. And from there, like, things kind of, like, just progressed into, like, a much wider gamut of things that you can do. It's just a matter of, like, finding your niche and sticking to it. Don't mm-hmm. compliment.
0: Yeah, that's true. This, this, that gives me hope. Like, <laughs> that gives me hope because I just, like. I mean, I'm up to 143 episodes is going to be so, you know, the, the grind is there. But it's also just like when you're in a sea of like everybody else is doing podcasts, it starts to get really hard to how do you navigate that and how do you how do you make yourself different? Everybody has a sneaker podcast, but, you know, this one's about stories. We, we don't we everybody's always like, I got to give my opinion on what's coming out. But what about, you know? What about the, the the journey that got you to where you're at now? Like, I, I, that's where,
1: what. Where are you in the journey?
0: Exactly, exactly. We're gonna talk about your journey as yeah. we as I as I hit you with the question that I ask everybody each week, and that is, "What's your first kicks? So what's that first pair of sneakers you absolutely needed to have?"
1: Uh, first pair of sneakers that like drove that I worked to uh, acquire were Cortez's, which is kind of crazy mm-hmm. New York story, but uh, I think it was like thirteen. Um, there was a sneaker store up the block from my house. I grew up in Queens and the sneaker store was like the mom and pop joint, kind of like where I'm at now, where you, you went in there, you shopped, you became cool, but they didn't carry Cortez's. And there was a VIM. If you're from New York, you know what VIM is. Of course. It was hard across street from Queens Center Mall. Like we just spoke about mm-hmm. uh, downstairs in the basement. Um, I would like gone by my mom and I was like, yo, I want to get those. She's like, yeah, no, nah, it's not happening a Chiefs. So like I saved a little bit of money, and like my mom, my mom was like, "You can't ride your bike to the mall." Like we didn't live close, but we lived close by car, you know. Mm-hmm. So like I, I saved a little bit of money, and it was like I think it was like ninety bucks, and I bought two pairs. It was uh, all white classic leather when they still made good quality. Mm-hmm. Um, yellow, and then there was a green pair with the outline on the swoosh. It was um it was a navy outline on the swoosh. And I bought these Tommy Hilfiger t-shirts, and I was mm-hmm. like, I'm not wearing them until I get those shoes, like to match the joints. So like I, I snuck out, rode my bike down there, and like my mom didn't notice for like two or three weeks that like I was wearing new shoes. She was like, wait a minute, would you when did you when did you get those? I was like, Oh my friend on the way home, we took the butt. She was like, You're lying. Like I, I, I definitely caught a beating for doing what I was supposed to do, but I didn't care. Like And then <laughs> you, after that I got a job at the sneaker store, so it worked out.
0: You 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 were still fresh. You were like, Man, I took that beating, but I'm still fresh. I was wearing my I was my button up. It was summertime. I sh- my
1: I was wearing jorts, the button up, the Tommy Hilfiger button up, and uh-huh. my, my Cortez. I was I, was, I don't care. It's what it is.
0: <laughs> you can beat me up, mom. It's fine. I'm fly. Oh. All <laughs> time. Oh,
1: this is this is nothing new.
0: Um. So I'm gonna read the description of the. Let's go with the. Nah, I'm not gonna read the. I was gonna read the Forrest Gumps, but oh no no no
1: no no no. They don't really do the the the. the... The most uh the one that you can compare it to the most of the women's one that dropped maybe like a year ago it was a woman's Cortez classic leather with a green swoosh. It was a yeah. green they sold out everywhere. I was trying to cop them, but they they stopped doing classic leather, like the original like tumbled classic that was still smooth, which was like the Forest Gum joints. Yeah. Yeah. I mean uh, You buy two for a price of
0: one. <laughs> I mean look, you gotta steal, man, and that VI that VIM's was clutch around here. It was just stacks.
1: The- Stacks of like, uh, what was it? Lugs, um, mm-hmm. boo boo. You had, you started G units at the time. It was crazy. It was a crazy time to like go down. And it was you just mean- stacks of shoes. And if the size wasn't in the pile, you weren't getting it because it was nah. so
0: bad. Yeah. You you brought me back, bro. Like, and, and that Models, that Models used to be. Yo, that Modells was the hit. Like you were hitting in every in in that store. If,
1: if you caught it on like a good day, you were hitting. But like otherwise, you might have got robbed or stabbed down there. That was like, the shittiest <laughs> Modells ever. I've I've ever been. The one in Astoria isn't bad, but like that was. Yeah, it was, that was dark times in there.
0: Yo. <laughs> all right. Let me read the description of these uh, Nike women Cortez gor- gorge green. Uh. So, all right. The Nike woman Cortez Gorge Green enlivens the vintage 70s running shoe with verdant pops of color. The upper is constructed from smooth sail colored leather accented with contrasting hits of dark green and on the signature swoosh and Nike branded heel. the additional Nike branded branding elements decorate the woven tongue tag and sock liner, a vibrant streak of malachite malachite. Uh, cuts across, <laughs> cuts across the cushy foam midsole, supported by a grippy herringbone traction rubber rubber outsole. Um, I, I mean, my uh, first of all, I never got into Cortez's, but I definitely need to know from a person who, which I could tell that if you bought Cortez's, then that means you love Cortez's. But that Sakai, like Cortez, oh. that came out. Like yeah. what what did you think about that shoe?
1: No. Not happening. <laughs> that you're talking about the double layer sock joint. That's yeah. Like, with the out.
0: with the with the fat sole, the double sole too.
1: Yeah, I wasn't a fan. I mean, so like it's weird. Uh, uh I'll try to put it like this. So, like back in the day when what I'm talking about, like mm-hmm. you would buy shoes not because like you loved that that particular one, like the color match, like you were you were able to put a, a fit together. Yeah. The most important thing, like diesel hat sneakers. Uh, I used to wear it, uh, the Puma Slide Joints. They looked like ballet shoes. It was crazy. Mm-hmm. I wore a Janko wide-leg jeans. You could hardly even see my sneakers, but like I had colors. It was,
0: <laughs> with the, it was With the School of Hard Knock t-shirt, you definitely had a School of Hard Knock t-shirt. Yeah, we didn't have a
1: School of Hard Knock t-shirt. But like, it, it was definitely it was definitely different than, than things happen now. Like Watching kids like buy shoes, it's yeah. more or less either they're buying it uh, for trade bait, Or to wear it once or twice and then flip with their boy to do something else. Like, they don't really care about matching too much. And there's certain groups that do, but it's way different now.
0: Yeah. The the idea of being like I mean, I talk I talk about it constantly of just being like a sneakerhead now and I Even in my last episode, one of my my previous episodes where I just, like, I'm cool with gatekeeping. I think we need to be gatekeeping more often, to be honest. I have to bring it back. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you.
1: <laughs> I can be but, like, it might have to come back.
0: No, yeah. I mean, it's just gotten too out of hand. I mean, I, I've been on Twitter about it, too, just being, like, you know, it's cool that we can accept everybody. But at the same time, it's, like, when people are visitors, you should be treated as a visitor. You don't just be, like, you know, yo... I like Here's sneakers now. I'm a sneakerhead, you know. There the you go. Take my you Got it. <laughs> so it's just it's 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 funny uh, because people think it's weird when when a store tells somebody to do a kickflip to for a pair of sneakers that you should be doing kickflips in, and then it's weird. It, like, oh, but but it's funny because so say if somebody does that kickflip and gets that shoe, and they sell it. On Goat or StockX, you oh, bought the shoe. You bought the shoe. You did what you,
1: you did what you were supposed to do to get the shoe. Like so, like there's like different degrees. I feel yeah. like if a store makes it fun and incorporates the talent for like an SB or like mm-hmm. they're doing a show or like you coming in with your skateboard. I feel like that should set a precedent for like making sure that that person is able to purchase. Yeah, you don't want to you don't want to stop people from buying stuff only because there's too many different degrees of like who's reselling, who's feeding their family, who has style, who's a personal buyer, who's a skater. And you're like, mm-hmm. oh. But by the time you're done, you are like, nobody gets a shoe. I'm just going to keep you in the back. I'm not selling anything to anybody. So, yeah. like, I-, I think it's important to be transparent with people. What I mean, it's the camp out, like, motto. is Just be transparent about whatever you're doing. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, if you're, if you're running a release for a sneaker and you're a skater or you're a basketball player, well, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what, you're, what you do. As long as, like, you're honest, I, I think – it'll it'll translate well with people who are purchasing.
0: No, yeah. I'm always big a big proponent of like you need to you need to think about it bigger than just sneakers, right? So if you go to a store, you need to support the store so it can stay, you know, keep the doors open and I always tell people like, you know, if you want to buy SB's from a skate store, don't just buy SB's. Buy the merch. Like yeah. keep the doors open so that you have a better chance of buying SB's the next time. You can strike out now, but so say if like I mean I always so whenever I hit up Lick in Long Island uh, and yeah. Astoria, I'm always like, all right, let me make sure I cop like a shirt or something, you know. Yeah. You know, you got to make yourself a, like a presence in the community for that you for you to be included because you know resellers are going to be going to every. It's basically their job. It, they could go to every store every week and then cop all the merch and then be able to get the sneakers.
1: That's who that's who becomes the client now. Like the reseller became the client because people know that they're going to come in and drop. Five six hundred dollars throughout the week. So when a big release comes that following weekend, like they're expecting that you're gonna bless them, whether it's two pairs or three or whatever it is, like yeah, it, it's it's a shitty motto and like a lot of people have adopted that to be like, let me, and it's it's a double edged sword because you don't have your Monday through Friday business of people who actually mess with your store. Yeah. So like you're, you're in a rock and a hard place. Which I get why some stores do that. Luckily, I don't have to do that. <laughs> 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 Like I'm not, and plus I, I, I don't frown upon it, but I also don't believe in it. So yeah. it's hard for me to be like, all right, yeah, come on. I'll be like, oh, you just give you a heads up. You're not getting shit else, right? <laughs> like, like I have to like, I like to put that precedent out there to be like, yeah. just people who buy stuff doesn't mean I'm going to plug you. Like that's not how this works. No, yeah. yeah. Like if you're, if you're like an everyday customer and you come in and you're like, hey, listen, man, I'm trying, I need this pair. I can't get it. Like, I'm never going to be like, I can't do anything for
0: you. I'll try my best. You know what, mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Nah, I I see. That's more like because if you're an everyday person and like an everyday customer, you like I perfect example. I used to be a GameStop kid. Like I was at GameStop every single day. <laughs> I guess you're the same thing. But, but and uh, I used to go there every single day after school and just hang out there for like three four hours every day. Go home, whatever. By the time I turned eighteen, they were offering me a job when I was sixteen. They were like, they were telling me like, "Yo, don't worry about it. Once you turn eighteen, I got you. You'll be you'll be you. I'll hire you. Don't matter where we're at. Like yeah. you know, I got you." And it's all about putting in that time and making that that appear the appearances making becoming part it's of the, the team. Yeah,
1: it's the relationship and like people knowing that like you're you're here because you want to be here yeah that, like and like i i'll bring it back to like my first job at the sneaker store like my homegirl worked like one of my friends she worked there and like i tried for like a year and a half to get a job there and they're like nah we got enough people and finally like i realized she worked there and then she we went to school together and she's mm-hmm. like I'll, I'll try and get you a job for the summer and like it took two years to get a job in a sneaker store in my neighborhood like and that's because i wanted to they, you wanted to work there now kids pop in the store and they're like "Yo, know, you hiring i'm like for what what do you what do you do <laughs> i'll work i work here i'm like dude are you even into like Choose you like you like stuff like what's up like is you gotta hit them you
0: just gotta hit them with the give me the the history of ren arts right now and then I there mean, you go <laughs> they're, never, they're never gonna
1: do that it's never gonna just, I ask things like
0: like what what's
1: your favorite jordan and why or like uh-huh. what this shoe was on the wall like not nothing hard just like simple questions like yeah. uh stan smith or a samba or something and they be like uh those are adidas right and i'm like oh boy okay <laughs> i'm going
0: but in hey, my job yo this it's the funniest so uh my team be hiring be hiring and the the hiring manager it was like he was telling us like a, like the interview process and he was telling me he was like he asked the person he goes he goes so so i want you to sell me I, I, so say if you have a friend that left their jacket at somebody else's house and you want to you want them to give the jacket to somebody else to give them back to you, how would you go around doing that? <laughs> I mean, why wouldn't you just ask? Okay. Exactly. And so that's what he was trying to get. And he was trying to get like a straightforward answer of just be like, oh, I would just ask the person to ask yeah, the person. The right. And, and the person that he was interviewing could not could not say that they they were just like oh you know i would you know i would go to the house and and uh see if the person's there like no just ask the person that knows the person what are you doing hey call your
1: friend to get my jacket all right thanks
0: that's pretty it's it's just wild i don't know how because like i mean if you talk about if you talk about like just being in lines like i i was recently in the uh the crenshaw skate club pop-up shop line that that broke down into a fight and stuff and oh you were there nice yeah i was there it was it was amazing um (laughs) but but even like that was the last line i was in and i realized that people don't really even talk to each other and i was i was trying to get in with even with just like you know there was weird stuff happening out front with the security guards so i knew shit was gonna get fucky around around towards the the drop so i i uh, was trying to get in on the jokes and stuff and be like yeah yo you know it's funny and i was trying to jump in but you know there was just a one of the resellers that was standing there since when before i got there and he was the one that was just basically has the having the conversation with the security guards and they were just talking and so i was trying to like you know try to just schmooze my way in i'm usually a good schmoozer and they were just icing me out. But I was realizing that once the line starts getting bigger, obviously because all his people's just pulling up. So once the line starts getting bigger, nobody else, they were only just talking with each other. And I was just like, wow, this is what it's become? You, well, you know what time, that, that's, that relationship
1: is different. Yeah. And So like you're supposed to talk to all the people that aren't with him. Mm-hmm. So that way when all the people that start pulling up, try to block line, everybody's like, oh, what the fuck's going on? Yeah. As opposed to being like, they, they want to sing you out and make you feel uncomfortable. So that mm-hmm. way you don't feel like you can talk to them when things start getting shaky yeah whenever there's a reseller talking to security guards it's not a good site especially (laughs) a long time yeah walks away like okay cool whatever they're not like in a relationship or in cahoots but if there's anything i learned that's not what you want to (laughs) see
0: what has there been uh, a time like that for you uh
1: multiple and like it's what sucks is like i know a lot of them so like uh i always go back to this flight 23 story so like Ooh, uh, Nike security was out there for the fragments, right? And uh, they'd just opened flight 23. Uh, it was mm-hmm. like months prior or whatever it was. So like I'd gone out there for the for the grand opening and like every every day they were like, oh, we're dropping uh, black and gold patents. We're dropping. And I was like, oh shit, I'm pulling. And every time I pull up, it would never happen. I had I had gotten hurt on my job. So I got my cane at the time. It was oh, early. Gosh. So like I used to walk around with a cane and I'm like, yo, you guys made me come out here in the middle of January is freezing and you're not dropping whatever. So fragments came out. A couple months later, and it was a couple of Nike security heads like uh, Fish and his team and a couple of other dudes. And mm-hmm. I know them. I'm not saying I don't know them, but I, we're not like best friends and I'm not a reseller. So like if you're looking to make money at 11 o'clock at night when there's 300 people lined up outside and all the resellers on the front, like you know what time it is. Mm-hmm. And Fragments, I think were, they weren't even going for a like, crazy number. That They were like seven, 800, but like they had 77 wristbands. So like I'm sitting by the 7-Eleven, which is like maybe a store down. I don't know if you... From yeah
0: 34th so like, street i know i know that whole
1: block <laughs> right there like in the chair and they're like yo mike don't worry about it chill out we'll give you wristband as we get through some of this stuff so like mm-hmm. every like five minutes they kept going to 7-11 and like counting money and i was like oh fuck i already know what time it is. But, <laughs> all right cool so they come out and fish be like oh mike don't worry i got you well oh, don't worry i got you i'm like uh-huh. uh you got me is gonna turn into number 77 and you're not gonna have enough wristbands yeah so, like, I, got, I was like i was like avidly getting annoyed and like i used to never leave Soho. I would only stay in Soho because, like, I ran releases, so like mm-hmm. I didn't really have to like stress out too much. I would go to like be a kith the entire night or over the weekend, We'd, whatever was going on. And I think Pauly was still running releases at that time, but like we were kind of like splitting the load. Mm-hmm. So being up there, I was like, I'm never doing this shit again. And just watching them count mad money, just count mad money, and like there's so many people standing in line watching it happen, and nobody saying a word. Yeah. And I was like, uh, that's it for me. I'm out. <laughs> like, oh, you don't wristband? I'm like, no, you don't even have any left. No, nah, we'll, we'll see what we can do. I'm like, no, nah, I'm not doing that. I'm not staying nah. out here all night long for you to be like, let me see what happens in the morning. And then none of you guys are here. Everybody got wristbands. And then, oh, we don't know what happened. Yeah,
0: I'm good. I'd be pissed. Like, with, with the with the Crenshaw Skate Club stuff, I was literally, I was five seconds away from being, to go in front of the security guard and just be like, yo, tell me right now. Tell everybody right now you wasted our time. I want you to announce it. Like, I was five seconds away from doing it. They <laughs> never do that. The, the only... Look, I try to explain to people even like at the store I'm like the more
1: you crowd by the door the shadier this release looks. Yeah. So if you're a straight line in the front where people could see that we're just doing a straight line mm-hmm. you, you're going to ruin it for everybody. And like you you haven't been to the store I don't think you've been to the store for like a release like a, like a like we had eights the other day we had uh, the playoff eights yeah playoff eights four, and like it'll be a decent movie, like 50, 60 people Yeah. In a straight line. Like I, I just like listen you get a wristband you get a number you get a time come back done. I don't, and like a lot of places will be like, oh, we only got 22 pairs. They got 200 pairs.
0: Where's, like, the, re- where's the rest of it going?
1: <laughs> if, if, if I got 60 pairs, there's 60 people in line. Mm-hmm. That's just how it works. I'm like, oh, come in, get out. And if if you get there and you're like, oh, I need a size 10. I'm like, listen, he got the last 10. He got the nine and a half and he's got the 11. So figure it out, man. If you want to stay, <laughs> stay. But if you don't, don't. I don't make people, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think yeah. it's, it's, especially now, like the way people like come out for shoes, they only come out. An hour before, two hours before, nobody's trying to camp out, really. And plus, like nobody, a lot of people don't understand like how it works. We're like, you got to ask people, hey, what size are you? Are you getting that size? You don't have to do that when you come to the store You know what I'm saying? Like, you get a wristband, you get a you get a number, so it doesn't matter where you are on the line. I'm gonna call out your number, so you can, you can be number two. All right, come on to the front. Where you at? And then the size is on there. So if you're looking for a size, or you I don't have. You already know I bet
0: you're not waiting yeah. for three hours to find out. You know? Yeah. That that's I mean that's such a, a way better or like organized way to release sneakers. I don't I I've I've never been a fan of lines up lineups because they've, they've always boiled down to somebody being like if I don't get a pair nobody gets a pair and then it just starts buckling down after that and I was one of those dudes that would just pull up at like four a.m. and then line up like for like whatever release would happen. I would never do the overnights because for me that was just like. I would always either have to like I, I would never like I was working retail so it was hard to f- figure out you yeah, know yeah. how to make that like I never understood how people do it and so it's funny when people are now are asking for for campouts to happen again and I'm like I, I don't think that like I don't think even that's that's gonna be okay I, I think if if stores
1: all right so like I I'll, I'll, I'll put my stamp of approval on this so like I ran Kith for five years after like Paulie had left uh-huh. and. Like the security guard that that runs all of their stores now, like Charlie is my boy. I love Charlie to death. And like we we had a really good system. Like I would come out even if I was camping for a shoe, I would be the first person there. Yeah. I would run the line. Still, I'd let people go home and come back. We'd keep numbers. We keep I keep a list. I keep your size. I keep your name. We do a roll call. You come back. You come back. You don't. You don't. There's no. Th- th- it's all about transparency. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot yeah. of stores don't think, take enough time to understand that it's not just a security guard standing in front of your store. It's someone. Who has a little bit of passion for what's going on in front of your store and shoes. Yeah. Like you got a little bit for people. You no, know, like some people aren't here to make money. Some people are here to buy a shoe, like so they can wear it tomorrow or for that girl or for that man or for that uncle or for Well, for their, like it, it, it's not all just a transaction. And right. like I think that's that finesse has gotten lost in sneakers too. Where like like you're saying, like you went out to a line and who were you talking to? you were trying to figure out what the was going on with the security guard and the reseller dude. Meanwhile, there's probably people behind you who are like thinking the same thing. And that's where you got to pull up. And, like, people don't really talk anymore. Like, go for a drink. We used, we used to, like, be like, all right, we have to come back in two hours. We'll go have lunch. We'll have dinner. We'll, we'll go get a drink. We'll, mm-hmm. we'll be out till 2. We'll do a roll we'll call at 3.30. Like, that type of stuff where it was fun. Yeah. No more.
0: That's... I mean, shoot, man. That... I only did one camp out like that. And then we would, like, go to McDonald's uh, uh for at 21 Mercer, which ended yeah. up getting shut down. But, like, we still went to mcdonald's and hit it like we were like anybody need anything i'm going to mcdonald's like you know it was it was still like a chance of of having a community around it or like just people being together instead of it just being like a bunch of randos and oh i don't like i think it's when it's when it's like the heightness the heightening of being like oh this shoe needs to pay this this electric bill right and that's when it starts getting a little shaky where people are like, if I don't get the shoe, man, like, you know.
1: So, so I'll put it to you like this. Like, there have been situations where I've run campouts where it could turn into that very quickly. Yeah. But, like, yeah. If, if security is, I'll give you a perfect example. Stone Island and Supreme, I think it was, like, drop number two. I went to the Stone Island store, not Supreme. Mm-hmm. Now, I run releases. I ran Supreme releases for Mad Long. So when I got over there, there was only, like, eight people, nine people, and I knew four of them. So I was like, all right, security guard was there. I was like, Hey, maybe you want to start orchestrating the line. So that way people know where they are in the barricades or at least some kind of organization before it gets crazy. He's like, I'm away from my boss. You know, An hour goes by. Now there's like 40 people. I'm like, dog, you going to, you get, you got to do something. Cause like, I, I know how this is going to turn out. There's going to be a calamity of people, and they're going to use that as a way to try and cut the line. He's like, oh, I'm going to wait for my boss. And like, I'm like, now I'm getting annoyed. Yeah. So now, like, I don't know, they open at 11. It's like 10, 10. There's mad people. It's like 150 people out there. The boss shows up, and he's like, whatever. So I was like, i walk over. I introduce myself. I'm not trying to strong arm him, but I'm like, let's try and figure this out now because there's been a good 30, 40 people that have been here for a couple of hours. Let's mm-hmm. let's get it going. He's like, Oh, we're gonna set the barricades up in a little bit. Like ten minutes before the doors open, they wanna set the, the barricades up. One big guy stands in the front and then just stands and goes, Okay, go. so I step off the line, right? I just I was like, fuck it, I'm not I'm not getting involved in this.
0: Mm-hmm. The
1: guy comes up to me, like they're about to open. He's like, Oh, do you wanna you wanna hop in there? I was like, no, no, because I, I posted a video. And I guess they, they caught wind of like the video and like I didn't wanna do that. I don't wanna be like that guy who's like, Oh fuck these guys and like what's going on. But he yeah. like, he's like, hey, hey, they were they were they were curious if you could take the video down. And I was like, for what? like we, i tried to avoid this like we could avoid something if you want to come in the store before everybody else comes in i was like nah now nah, i feel like i'm cutting people That's right I, I was here mad early like we could have been eight and i would have been fine with that now you want me to go in at 14 to try and calm it down like no nah, i'm good i wound up going in because i was like annoyed about the situation I <laughs> but like yeah was situations where like if security gave a little bit of a, a fuck about what was going on instead of trying to either build hype or create calamity we would have had no problem
0: yeah ah it's just i it just it makes it because that's why it made it made me not want to line up anymore because of that of just the unorganizedness of it and yeah. even when even when i would do like an organized camp out like it like that was cool but i i'm I'm, I'm, a size, I'm a size 13 my shoes like if i'm not in the first like yeah if i'm like the first like couple pair like couple people it's gone and yeah. A lot of that just makes me like i missed a, i missed out on a lot of stuff because of that like just being a size 13 and not really like i wasn't really big into reselling my sneakers and i'm still not now like i don't i don't see i can't see it as well, like you, i can't see it like that you're supposed to buy a size anyway at 13. Uh-huh. Like even if you're
1: like 10th in line and there's no 13 11 there's a 12 like you're supposed to buy that 12 or buy that 11 and a half and then figure out how you can either go in a group get a size swap or at some point, sell it and then buy with a little bit of differential. But like, mm-hmm. you you can't go there and not walk away with a shoe. That's crazy.
0: Yeah, no, and that, then 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 me because like I I got really good at like going up to lines and then seeing which sides what who's 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 like what sides yeah. yeah and then i'll be like all right he's a he's a he's a 11 uh you know maybe he's a 12 13 and then i'll be like okay a one two if i see like another 13 or somebody that looks like they're gonna grab a 13 i'll be like all right i'm not just gonna jump on this line i'm gonna go somewhere you else
1: you, you can't even go by that anymore if dude come in they'll be like a size seven like hey do you have a 13 i'm like for who <laughs> sure. and like like i'm not gonna tell them they can't buy the shoe if they're there and nobody else is there but like mm-hmm. i'm like what? why Why are you buying a 13? I well, They must be doing good on stock eggs or something. they be like, oh, I'm like, yeah, no, I know exactly what you're buying the shoe for. <laughs> <laughs> Pull up during a release date and there's like a ton of people in the line and I know like, because people frequent the store, so like I know who's shopping and who's not really shopping. Not to discriminate but like if the kid's like, yo, I need a, I need a 13 and he's like four foot three and he wears a four and a half, I'd be like, oh, hold on one second, I'll get right back to you and then I'll, I'll follow down the line and make sure like nobody else wants a 13 of like a larger stature. Uh-huh. I'd be like, ah,
0: right, here, here you go. Just I'm gonna have to start coming to the releases now. Yeah,
1: I don't, <laughs> I don't like that at all. I don't, that's that's whack to me.
0: It's it's absolutely whack. I I never. I always hated it, and now it's like even more common because, like, you can't even. It's so hard to cop thirteens now. I don't know. And two. Hey, There's two. There's two. Yeah. It's yeah and everybody's everybody's trying to be like all right cool you know i forgot what i was i was forgot what i was uh hearing but i overheard somebody go oh yeah you always go big sizes because basketball players will buy them from you and i'm like 14 15 but even even even
1: like you perfect example like a lot of people wear i like i wear 11 and a half like my my shoe grew, my foot grew, but like i'm 11 11 and a half Mm -hmm. trying to be a 12 soon like i don't know but like at the end of the day there's only two of those two so it's like (laughs) 11 and a half is only one usually so it's it gets even crazier.
0: Yeah. It's wild. I I'm just like that's why I don't even have like a huge shoe collection. And then, you know, somebody who has like a ten will have like four hundred pairs and I'm just like, I mean, that's cool, you know? I mean I, I hope you go out a lot, like <laughs> yeah. Nah, I mean I think I think we're about the same like collection wise in terms of just like quantity. I don't know, you probably have way more heat than me. But I mean, I'm just
1: I'm just honestly like I really I really like thinned out the herd like a uh, lot. I've only been going for comfort lately. So, like, I've been on my Asics, big been on my New Balance, and, like, Vomero's been top of my Nike list for quite some time. But. You're going you're
0: gonna to have to tell, sell me on a Vermero because I don't know. I can't get behind them. How, how tall are you? I'm um, six feet.
1: Uh, what size is your foot? Thirteen. How much do you weigh?
0: Like, I, I mean, uh, let's go with 300. I don't know.
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm 210, so. Yeah. Me. You know what I'm saying? What, whatever it is, if you're looking for comfort, a shoe you can wear all day, it's not a Jordan One. I'll tell you that much. Uh-huh. So like Vimero, um, nine nine three, um, like my go tos. If we're if we're talking about uh, Kayano, fourteen, mm-hmm. um, I'm gonna buy a gel pair, of gel, um, gel twenty one sixties this week. I'm sure, uh, gel NYC. Those the last three are Asics. Um, I've been wearing the yeah. Socks. I was thinking
0: about copping the Bodegas. Uh, bodega ones. That
1: ortho Light is super, but like when you're yeah. talking about comfort, like the Vimero is mad comfortable. You can wear it all day. Like you're not like, oh, um, my feet hurt. Like there's none of that. There's mad, it's breathability, there's comfortability, and plus like it's a good silhouette. It's not yeah. like an ugly shoe. I don't, I don't know if you don't like the way it looks. It's different. So, I, I
0: don't like the way it looks. I'll be honest.
1: Yeah, that's what it is. If you, because if, I mean, if I can do a one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, and I got another one, always on ten pairs of Vimeros just
0: here. Yeah. Whatever, uh-huh. I listen. I, I I I'm a I'm a dunk head. I'm a, I'm a SB head. So like that's comfort to me. You
1: you like SB? So like that does the 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 elastic and the fat tongue like really mm-hmm. impede the top of my foot. So like I hate wearing SBs. I, know, I can fucking you lowly but like I just I see
0: Yeah, I see you. I see the box.
1: like i mean and like usually when i have dunk like sbs like i will sell them after a year or two because i'm like i'm never i'm not gonna wear them it's hard for me to be like oh can't wait to wear these shits because i can't do it i think they're
0: I'll take yeah. <laughs> Let me come over real quick. Let me <laughs> yeah, right there. You <laughs> uh I mean, yo, I mean so you were outside. So that's what that, that everybody 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 considers, you know, you being outside as you know, you outside. And you know, I only get was like I said, I only was able to get like glimpses of New York City's like height, the height of sneaker culture like when it was re- like legit yeah. real sneaker cultures this is right before 2016 and everybody's yeah. concerned like concerned of how much their their gear cost but you know what was your what was your rounds like because i had my rounds my rounds were i would hit up i would hit up supreme first clientele after uh north north recon yeah. then finish at dqm and then, uh, and then blades, right, because it's right across the street from the fr- train station, and that was I it.
1: What was, what was the one on Spring Street? Shit, right off the train station. Uh, um, laces. Uh, laces. Um, shit.
0: Shoot, I know what you're talking about. I've been in there a bunch of times.
1: No, and it would just be shoes all down the all down wall.
0: the wall. Yeah. What's
1: it called Spring. Was, was it, it Spring, spring
0: Kicks? Or... Spring Kicks? No, was it, was it
1: Laces? It was Spring something. Spring Laces or. I used to buy all my Socketies from there.
0: Uh-huh. Like literally all
1: my, all my Socketies from there. Um, So it was there, Supreme, um, I think, way before Kith. Oh, um, before sneakers. What was what was before Kith? Oh, my God. Oh, uh, Atrium? Atrium. Yeah. Uh, there used to be this. So across the street. You know where the swatches right there on Broadway? Yeah. There used to be like a Native American like antiques place. Yeah. Right? Oh,
0: you talk about the spot downstairs, or are you talking about
1: where Swatch was? You no, know, where Swatch was. I know you talk about though. Um, they had like a two floor joint. Like I'm talking about clothes and shopping. So yeah. Blade, obviously, uh, Yellow Rat bastard. Um, what was what Michael K before it was whack? They yeah. had stairs with the, with the sneaker sections. Mm-hmm. The um, that was it. I used to stick to Broadway. Broadway was like my 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 lifeline, and that was when. Atrium used to be on the other side of Canal. Do you remember that? Yeah. Wait, how old are you?
0: I'm 35.
1: Oh, so you do remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. I was like, damn, how old are you? Okay. Um, yeah, it used to be on the other side of that white building on the corner, and that that would, that would be as far as I would go on Broadway. Like, I do construction, mm-hmm. and like I would work all over the city, so I would be like, all right, on my way back, I'd walk past from Canal that way.
0: Yeah, that I mean that loop, and then the 90s kids, and and oh,
1: oh and East 80s. <laughs> East Eighth Street was like 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 the spot when they had David D over there still. Yeah, David Bang Bang, and something else was there. What was the other thing that was there? Fuck. Oh, uh, French Connection UK was mm-hmm. still over there. You know, those was mm-hmm. pretty good spots.
0: But uh... yeah, but that... <laughs> so like, what, what what did you like? What was like the 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 where did you have, like OGS that brought you in, or were you like this is you found your way into this? Well so all right, uh,
1: this has no correlation to like now which is why like i got back into runners in like 2011 mm-hmm. but like i was at a sneaker show and ronnie was there and like i know him from high school so i was mm-hmm. like wait a minute, what are you doing here and like he went up on the panel i was like what the fuck is going on like i had no <laughs> idea that he like was doing this journey from david z's into kith and then like i looked into it and like a week later i was buying salmon toes but not salmon toes um flamingos uh-huh but um i so like i said i did construction so i would get off the train and like i would either be on broadway uh mm-hmm. 30, 38th and fifth, and I had to take the train down. And I got off and I was like, "Oh, I'm just gonna go shopping. Fuck it." And I would start from Fourteenth Street and then just walk my way all the way down. So like, you would find places like that. That's when like you you walk into uh, there was a David Z's on Fourteenth Street. Yeah, and they like, shit. They would just make a phone call, and then either the kid would come run it up from the other store, or you would walk down to the other store. Mm-hmm. And in doing that, like you pass man stores. So like, after doing it for, I was like, I was probably like seven, sixteen. I I was still. My last year of high school so 17 and i would just walk around that was it so like i mean summertime is what i would do like i would I mean, work construction then i would just walk around we'd go out get drunk on like the weekends and like all the bars on McDougal, they wouldn't id you after a certain time so if you got there for dinner and like you would have dinner with like a girl or your friends or whatever it would turn into a club and they would never id you so like you just be in all these random spots getting like and so like you wind up it was a much funner time. I'll put it like that. <laughs>
0: That's un- uncapped New York. Like, <laughs> yeah,
1: like, like Yellow right Bastard was so far, the whole downstairs, it was just like a t-shirt haven. Yeah. Are you, you Remember Yellow Rat Bastard? Of course, man. I
0: remember the, the one story I, I think I told here a bunch of times. Uh, I went down there and uh, <laughs> I was going to buy Levi's and the guy go, yo, can you tell me where the Levi's is at? And then he goes, all right, so this is what you want to do. You want to go downstairs? <laughs> And you see, there's two tables that say Levi's. The one on the right is fake. The one on the left is real. That's mad funny.
1: <laughs> That's mad funny. Because the bathroom ambassador would be crazy. You'd be yeah. like, oh, these are nice. I'm like, no, no, no. Don't, don't buy those. there be no tags inside. I'm like, wait, why are there no tags inside the shirt? they was like, yeah, because they just made those.
0: Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or like, they had the, all the exposed pipes. So they would just, like, you would just see, like, shirts get dirty and stuff. You'd be like, what the hell? And then the dude, the people just walking around, just wiping down stuff. You're like, the hell's what, going on? What was,
1: what was there? It was blades and what else was there? There was something else there. What was across the street? Uh, uh, you know what I'm talking about? Big ass where the where the Dillons is. What the fuck was
0: that? The you talking about that? There was like that small store, yeah, right? Was it was huge. Oh, oh. the sneaker store. Fuck. David Z's blades. It's, uh,
1: it's, it's going to come to me at some point during this during this podcast.
0: Fuck. Bam. A lot of. Where
1: Blades it was like two stores up. Underground? No, not underground. Fuck.
0: The one that turned into like a a, a sound spot right there, that? Yeah, yeah. You and then across
1: was- a, a street from the Best Buy, I think. No, uh no, no, no. This is this is, so you know the Starbucks is? Where 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 uh Hack Club, Starbucks, yeah. Dunn's, and there's that fence. Yeah. Like that used to be. Oh, Fuck. I don't remember that. Fuck. I bought, I bought Oreo sixes from there. As a matter of fact, I can remember that like clear today. day,
0: uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't I remember. I I know that like I, we would do the, we would do that loop and then, and, uh, walk to the OG or the first, or no, no, I think it was the second, um, flight club. The one that was like tucked um, Christina, in
1: Christina or, or Christy or whatever. Christy, it was.
0: Yeah. I think it was the one that with Christy. Cause I always thought that was better. Like they the people actually spoke to you in there. What, and
1: then, <laughs> I don't actually, know. I don't
0: know if Chris worked at that one, but
1: oh, maybe not. But I I, I never liked the the one on Thirteenth Street. I just yeah. don't like. The- no, no. Let me let me rephrase that. I don't like how those people interact with other people that don't know about shoes. Yeah. Like, like if you're gonna be in a place that facilitates sneakers on such a high level, like you should be educating, not being like dicks about it, so people spend more money. Like I don't I don't know.
0: that i mean customer service has come a long way i will say that because spots were not talking to you at all
1: (laughs) supreme supreme set the standard though supreme like some people will will use the supreme motto where they want the people to be assholes to you so you feel like inclined to spend more money and i don't know Mm -hmm. if they supreme was actually trying to do that but like they succeeded at it
0: nah i don't even i mean what was the i think like It was just like skate culture, right? you you know,
1: fuck with you. That's all.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like, who are you, you poser? Get out of here! Like, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, listen. There've been a couple times in Soho because I was a bigger, a much, much bigger dude back then. Well, not much, much, but I was pretty big back then. And so, spots would look at me and go, "Oh, I know you can't buy anything here." And I'll be like, "Damn, bro, like that's that's cold, damn." And. And then once, it was wild, because like I started losing weight, but it was the weirdest thing to go into Supreme, and the dude asked me, do you want to try this on? And I was like, what?
1: (laughs) That's when they still had two Xs. No, they didn't even have
0: two Xs. That was an XL. They brought two Xs
1: back, because they they, they discontinued it. Like, back in, like, 2000 and on they had they had two x's and up until like 2000 i think nine or 11 they stopped so like the xl would be huge yeah Is, is like that that was their transition is that the xl mm-hmm. would be huge so they stopped doing two it and now they're i think they're back to doing two x's again.
0: yeah they're doing two x's again i've been i've been copping i'm not you know <laughs> i'll still cop supreme I mean, the... I
1: mean, it, looks it looks
0: good I don't care. <laughs> yeah exactly um the i, I i'm still curious Is just like you know what like you you know you talk about your your first shoe right but like where at what moment did you feel like all right now I need to understand what sneaker culture is and like how I'm gonna gum- how am gonna jump into this like where was that moment for you
1: I'm I'm not gonna lie to you like I I I think I still don't understand what sneaker culture is uh-huh. um, I like like I said I went to that sneaker show and I saw Ronnie and I went to a release and it was for the it was oh my god I just said it uh, flamingos flamingos right? yeah. And there was a line and it was it was a very shitty line and I was like, What the fuck is going on here? Like I didn't expect there to be that many people for a pair of asics. So I was like, all right, let me not let me not talk want to talk too much shit. I'll just I'll feel it out. I wound up copping a pair like a week later off of oh, kid was like, Yo, I got a pair if you want it, I got you. I was like, I bet. But I like I like integrated myself into the next release. What was the next release? I think it was the volcano.
0: Was it the volcanoes? It wasn't the uh, Eastern Conference pack or whatever.
1: The EC yeah i missed the ecp as well. oh yeah okay. i missed the ecp because it was a shit show no ecp was before ecp was before flamingos so oh okay okay um i'm trying to think what came whatever whatever was after that like i want it might have been daytona was it daytona's might have been
0: no nah, i think it might have been volcanoes could have been volcanoes
1: whatever, whatever the the timeline is i get yeah. in the line and i'm like alright i got there mad early I brought my car it was cold i parked paulie pulls up he's like oh I saw you from the last one. I was like, yeah, if you want to hop in the car, hop in the car. And, like, that's just me being nice, not because, like, I'm trying to, like, I know where I'm at. I know yeah. I'm first. So, I'm not, in my mind, I'm like, I got nothing to worry about. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah.
1: He gets a car, they smoke, everybody's chilling, we bullshit. And, like, I talk to people, so I don't care. Like, everybody's, and everybody starts lining up, and I'm noticing a trend. And it's a lot of people, you know, doing weird things. And I'm by no means a small guy, and I'm also not a pussy. So, like, alright. Uh-huh. I'm just to stand right here with a cane. I started the cane this time. So I'm like, All right, I'll stand right here with the cane. If you, if you want to go by, you're going to have to say
0: something.
1: Uh-huh. i move. I don't care. And then I noticed like kids were up there too, that were like near and people were trying to pass them by. And I started getting pissed off. I'm like, oh my God. So, so we're just not going to abide by any rules. And like, that's not how I live. So um, next release, I come out and they're like, Oh, do with the canes here again. And like, as like people started seeing me more, I fuck with the people in the store, you know, you show up more. Like, oh. I I. Have a little bit of charisma, like I talk to people, whatever we're good, yeah. So, like, oh, Mike's here, chilling, blah blah blah. And then I don't know, I don't know, I think it was like Blanco or one of these kids. They try to like push these kids out of the way. I was like, where are you going? They were here, they're like, oh, no, 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 oh, yeah, yeah, all right, cool. So, like, a little bit of backbone goes a long way, like, not gonna fight me, what are you gonna do? Like, you're not gonna yeah. shit. everybody get in line and chill the fuck out, like, you gotta get 30 pairs, cool, got 30 people, they're there, the first six are here, who cares? So Next release, yeah, I learned a little bit about how the release was working. Like, who was running the line? Who was saving spots? Who was taking money to do what? And then I forget what what release it was. Um, I don't know. It was a weird release. I went out and like we're all good now. Everybody's like cool. Everybody knows the deal. If Mike's there, don't fuck around. Like mm-hmm. we're, we're we're chilling. We got the car. I'm here for every like I'm first. I don't know. Well, <laughs>
0: so
1: I went to, I went to something. Oh, it was the diamond release. As a matter of fact, and a little like, release and. I was like, all right, Paulie, I'll, I'll help you out. I'll save you some spots on this thing. There's 400 pairs. I'm not going to stress out. I left because I was like eighth or ninth. There was like a party all night long. Came back. We did what we do. I leave. Now I'm cool with all security cards. They start calling me like, Mike, what happened with the list? And whatever happened, like he started moving mad people around to make money. And like it's his show, realistically. I'm not running the release. It's his show. Like I would go there and he would take over. So I couldn't yeah. be like, what are you doing? But like, I get it. All right. Turns out like he. Did a lot of shitty shit. And I was like, all right, it is what it is. Like, uh, it's water under the bridge. But then after that release, like, they were like, all right, Mike, you're going to run the release. And I was like, and I think, like, he he kind of like, he was ready to like step away anyway at mm-hmm. this point. Like, you know, other shit to do. I think we started doing a podcast too after that. Were we doing a podcast yet? We weren't doing a podcast yet. <laughs> but, but, like, it was like, that was a transition. Like, he was done. With yeah. it. it was like pretty much over it, I think, at this point, which is why I like so, like, I didn't really care too much, but. Now that I took over, like things kind of changed. It was like roll calls, and like that was part of like my sneaker culture. And like I wasn't going there to like buy shoes to flip them. I was yeah. going there camping out to buy shoes because I liked the way they looked. And like it was Mercer Pants. It was uh, what was the other what was the other company? <laughs>
0: uh, Mercer Pants, and then uh...
1: in a the row, Mercer oh. Pants. Um, Kith had just started doing like a little bit of clothing. They were putting like shirts out and shit. I was like, yeah. oh, sorry. Um, what else? So it was like it was Kith and Supreme were like my two like things that I would go to all the time. I was Mm -hmm. over to Extra Butter because it was 2013 and they just opened up too. Uh, DQM was around the corner, so like I would like that was back to like my little circle of places I fuck with. So yeah, and then like I just started doing releases on the regular because I was always there, and then it just took off from there. And like I'm not gonna say I I created like my own little culture in that. Of, like, people being like, oh, we're gonna go to that release. And I wouldn't just do it for ASICs. I would do it for, like, whatever else was dropping, like, whether it was, uh, whatever runner it was or whatever Jordan it was. they be like, oh, you're gonna come out? I'm like, yeah, cool. I don't care. I'll come out. Even if I wasn't buying it, like, I would still run the release. I don't care. You yeah. wanna shoot? I'm like, yeah, no, I'm good. So, um, it, it, it wasn't so much like becoming a part of that culture, but like building something that, like, I had faith in and feeling like comfortable that people were like, oh, we have camaraderie. We uh-huh. We can chill. We don't have to stress out. We're not fighting. Nobody's arguing. Like even resellers were like, all right, you know, I can't fuck with this," because like they pull up, put your name down. Okay, what are you got to do? <laughs>
0: you are you are sorely missed right now.
1: <laughs> it was it was, it, it was a different time also. Like people and like I didn't. I tried to venture up to Thirty Fourth Street, but like going there, coming back, it was it was like too much stress for me to be like, "All right, let me let me do three stores at once." No way. I used to do I used to do Kit Brooklyn and Kit Soho. So I would Jeez. take the train back and forth. That was terrible, terrible
0: that's wild that's because i never even thought about like oh maybe i should like help run the line or something like that because i mean i would i i was always like either midway through the line or or like i wasn't i wasn't ever first in line for anything i was maybe that first third <laughs> that's,
1: where zero, that's where the zero comes from yeah it's like i would literally just pull up at three o'clock in the afternoon i was like you gotta remember like I broke a broken leg so i wasn't working like, yeah i would I would just go there and chill, whatever the fuck I felt like so it. So it was a lot easier for me to, for me to kind of uh, assume that mantle, knowing mm-hmm. that like I forget what it was. So it was the Boston Tea Party, the concept of jelly threes. I sat out there for three days. Like, go, oh, I don't care, like whatever. Jeez. Yeah, I chilled out. Was the middle of summer. I went home and showered a few times. That Was it?
0: The the cane held a lot of power, is what you telling me. <laughs> it it paid. It paid. It paid for you to stay on the lines and also you know yep. <laughs> create the lines
1: I, th- I think i think that is the part that i miss the most about like seeing people come out for shoes like i i see a lot of people come for shoes i like people that like shoes people that don't like who resell stuff but like i think the biggest thing that i miss is seeing people who actually enjoy each other's company while waiting for the shoes yeah which you know little by little i came the other day to for the eights there was like people from the hospital because the hospital was around the corner. There was a couple other people and they were all just like talking to each other. I was mean, like, I like this. This is nice.
0: Yeah. I mean, look, you, I think you, you are setting up uh, an area for that specifically. I mean, when I pull up at Renards, I always love it because everybody's very chill, you know. And shout out, shout out Jimmy. You know, he always treats me right. <laughs> yeah, Jimmy Spitz is on point. Leave Jimmy, yeah, Jimmy Jimmy's, <laughs> Jimmy's dope, man. You know, that's, that's my, that's my homie. The, but you know, the history behind the store and all that. I just love that I'm able to like, it's a store that's in walking. This is, I mean, look, I fuck with all the right, but I've never felt welcome there. You well, I know, think, like honestly, like if you, if you just talk
1: to them, like they'll, they're good too. You no, know nah, I, mean? I think
0: it's because, I mean, it's probably a conversation for off, off, off Mike, but the, there, there was a situation and then, uh, but, but like I, um, I still give them all their props because I mean I'm a graffiti head. I love graffiti, and they always yeah, do. You, they, you know, you
1: can't you can't talk about that neighborhood without talking about all the right. So, like, yeah, stable in the community. If you're exactly. Want to be honest about it. it Looks like Jordan's been around for a minute. Like he knows his shit. He's come mm-hmm. around. You
0: know, for sure, for sure. And <laughs> so I don't think I mean if you know you know it's what and like all the right is one of those stories. like if you know you know. But it's also it's like you definitely got to be around here. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. from around here to, yeah. to go there, you know? And, I, and look, Roosevelt Ave be crazy. I mean, you post some crazy videos, man.
1: <laughs> it wild. Well, it wild. And the fact that we're uh, we're in Sneaker Steve's spot is kind of dope, too. I like that. I mean, I don't like that the place floods so much, but uh-huh. you whatever. Know, the building's old as shit. But, like, yeah. knowing that, like, we're in Sprint 2 is fire, too. You know what I'm saying? I feel like it has, like, that little bit of nostalgia for people that are in the area.
0: For sure. I mean, I never was able to. I mean, I'm trying to even think. Was I? Because usually I'm from Corona originally, right? So like, when we would me, well, my mom would take me sneaker shopping. It wasn't to Roosevelt. We would go the opposite way. We'd go to in front of Left Rack, and in front of Left Rack there was. Yeah. See, the, the it's it's funny because I can never remember the name of the store, but I don't know if you ever been, but it was the store that it always had echo, and it was right across the street from Left Rack.
1: I'm trying. I'm trying to think. You're not talking about the shopping center. You're talking about
0: no. I'm talking about you know that the 57th oh, Ave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. I, never, I never shopped over there. I never made it that far because I used to. Pass, if I had to go that far, I was passing the mall.
0: Yeah, yeah, basically, yeah. yeah. But you know, the mall was so far for for me because I was in Corona, so like that was the mall basically. That 50 57, yeah, yeah. And, and then you go to the mall with if you venture out, like that's where you are like yeah, I'm going to the mall. Then you spend you spend a couple hours there, but yeah. you make a day out of it, like yeah. You know, you hit the food court, you go you, you, you go to uh
1: start from top to bottom. You go, yeah. uh like I said, I, I like FC UK, it was it was French Connection was up there, uh, and, and the upstairs before they made the split. It was yeah. just the one side, right? And if you were really trying to you were trying to get froggy, J C Penny was fired. And then they had the game stop all the way downstairs in the, ba- in the they had two game stops, the, the one outside, mm-hmm. right? Um the one outside the mall where the L I E gets off and then the one inside the mall downstairs in the basement in that corner. You remember
0: that
1: i mean i know well was, i used to go Jason. there
0: all, when it was i was Jason young
1: came out it was right there on the corner uh-huh. they closed it i forget when they closed that
0: shit but. i remember when it was a eb games in there oh that's what yeah it was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah
1: i found i found an eb games car the other day i was like oh shit
0: <laughs> i <laughs> hope it got money on it imagine it's got like three racks on it
1: electronic <laughs> like what
0: oh, yeah that i mean look yeah, Queen Center Ball was totally changed now and before it was definitely like this crazy sneaker haven where you'd go there and, and it was like you were just touching nothing but stuff that you just hope you wish you could get. And oh. Yeah, man. That, that was a hell of a time, bro. Like When Foot Locker was like... When Foot Locker was on the top and you were just... You were just Sorry.
1: like... My mom went and camped out for for Red 13s wow camp out yeah my mom my, oh not camp she went there for like four hours and like for christmas and like open the box i was like yo what the she's like yeah wait four hours for these shit <laughs> but, like like it was a, it was a Foot Locker on the mall so it's kind of crazy but like you 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 were able to go in there and shop for shit that like you liked throughout the course of the week it wasn't like you had to go there on release day and be like yo only on like big release of the holiday release that you need to worry about that shit like Otherwise, you could just go anytime you wanted. You yeah, PIV, you had Foot Locker, and there was another sneaker store in there, too.
0: Jimmy and Jazz wasn't like, in there, right?
1: No, no. Nah. It was something else. It was like a sneaker boutique. I forget what the fuck it was called.
0: I mean, they have Finish Line or Champs.
1: Yeah. Oh, might, it might have been. No, I don't think Champs was around yet. No? Champs around. Yeah, it might have been around. It might have been Champs. You might be right.
0: Or a Foot Action. Could have been one of those. Could have been one of those.
1: Okay. I, it was It was all I know is it was three. It was VIM and two in the mall. And, like, then you had JCPenney, and you had all the, the Sean John stuff down there. I just buy my Sean John.
0: <laughs> you are a Sean yeah. John kid? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I just love that. <laughs> yeah, and we would go to outlets and like, Woodbury. Woodbury outlets would be, like, all oh, your Tommy, your Nautica. Like, all that shit would be there.
0: I mean, you're lucky. I never – I still haven't been to foot, Woodbury Commons. Like, I've always wanted to go. It's, like, a, this magical place. It feels like Disneyland to me. They got, like, they got,
1: they got, a, they got a Stone Island out there right now. I might, what? Like, somebody told me there's a Stone Island there, and the prices are great. I might go like, I'm just, just, do
0: I just go? Yeah, let me know, I will hop in the car with you.
1: Yeah, I'm fine with that, I'm not just <laughs> a road trip, fucking okay, let's go.
0: <laughs> we look at, we can listen to this episode, and
1: <laughs> multiple episodes, okay, you
0: know, but, like, you know, it, it's just wild, like, I mean, look, I, I, I love Stone Island, it's funny that you talk about that Stone Island drop, my, my crazy, my, like, when I started waiting out like in front of Supreme, I used to wait like on the lines pretty religiously too. But for me, it was always the CDG drops. Like CDG mm-hmm. drops were just, pff, I was like, I remember one time my boy stopped me because I walked by and I didn't even know the CDG drop was happening. And and he was just like, yo, it was good. And I was just like, yo, it was good. And he just let me cut. And I was like fifth in line. I was just like, word. Um, but i And this is what the first drop, this was the one where they did the button down and like it was like all button down stuff with the uh, with the polka dots yeah 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 so i got that i got the 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 bogo for that and i never looked back after that i was just like i, I need to cop every single drop
1: i think the, the one after that was the stripes if i'm not mistaken
0: oh man yeah and yeah then, the no i thought polka dot was what's polka dot after
1: but no, that was first That was first that first? Was first
0: okay yeah yeah yeah,
1: yeah most positive that was the first one
0: Polka yeah. dot reverse reverse logo. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I got. I got that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And then they had the they had the the stripe one was the year after because I remember being like that shit is whack. Last year was so much better. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not getting this shit. I, mean, I don't know if you uh, you remember Roger Moop? Nah, I don't think so. Very Nigerian, Nigerian dude. I was waiting at Apple for an iPhone uh-huh. wearing some like Giants apparel. Don't don't knock me for it. It was blue. It was a new hoodie, and listen, I listen. I'm these, a Giants
0: fan too. It's fine.
1: I'm a Jets fan. Is what oh, I am. Boy. Wearing some giant shit, so I'm trying to not be a dick about it. So, and I was wearing some some giants colored jelly threes. They were white, but it had like the blue and matched. And he was like, he was like, you wear Asics? I was like, yeah. What's up? He's like, yo, I I be I be in Soho all the time. Why don't you come by Supreme? He like recruited me to come camp out for him for a pair of uh fly knit, uh the Supreme Flyknits. You remember the the black yeah the black Supreme? fly
0: knits, yeah with the S U P on the back. One I should
1: have kept them, but two like. He was like, "Oh, meet me at Supreme." So like, I was like, all right, bet I'll come meet you." So I, I met him before, like the next week. They dropped. So I met him at Supreme. He's like, "Yo, just chill here with me." And I, was, I oh, I was wearing Hypercats, as a matter of fact. I was pissed. I was wearing I was wearing Hypercats to, to the yeah. shit. Yeah, people just squished together. I was like, "Bro, why the fuck am I camping out for?" Shoot? But I was already in the line, so I didn't want to leave. I was like, all right, I guess I'll just wait." And I, like, we, we had a pretty long, lengthy friendship, but that was the first time like I was like, "This fucking guy really got me out here camping for." A- <laughs>
0: I mean, the the funniest thing, and I don't know if you've seen this multiple times, but that was the first time I've ever seen it, but like camping out or like, wait, making that line and dudes pull up and like go in front of the line and talk to security guards and be like, yo guys, you need any breakfast or something? And then, and then it, it would be like six dudes. It, it, it would always be like whoever, whoever got to the, the security guard first to give them food was yeah. like, was like, all right. You're probably talking about Charlie, right? Probably, yeah. The, the big dude?
1: Uh, all right, guys, get in line.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, trolley, trolley. shit. Him and Martin. So, like, <coughs> I ran I ran releases for Supreme, like, probably, like, six or seven releases. Like, the list, all night long. And this is just before the phone passage dropped. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, like, I went out there go through the phone. And there was, like, 700 people. I was like, there's no way this is ever going to happen. I like, I didn't even care. But then after that, they had to get security. So, like, Martin came and Charlie came. Martin was crazy, but, like, manageable crazy. Mm -hmm. Charlie was fucking crazy. So, like, but, like, he was cool. He was a down-to-earth type of dude, but things got crazy, like, a a year into them doing it. Like, taking the bribes. Yeah. And what bribes, what they were taking as bribes was even crazier. Like, it was... Out of control. I was like, "Oh hell no!" And they would like, "Like what do you want?" I'm like, oh, "I don't. I don't want. Don't say anything. I'm good. I will come by and get it later. I'm not doing that."
0: <laughs> Man, I wish I knew you for the SB Supreme release because the the red the red lows because yeah. I heard I heard they had so much stock and like
1: of course they did
0: yeah and but I didn't like, even try I didn't even try to go.
1: I, I'm trying. I'm trying to think. So like if you if you think like OG. You've been out there. You know what happens, right? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Morning of, there's a van There's bags that used to come out, and then people would be like, "Long ass receipts," and they'd be like, "Okay, guys, we're sold out." But wait, we're not sold out because they have to figure out their shit. Like it was, it was the fucking wild, wild west. Which is, I mean, like I enjoyed it. Like it was, it was fun to see it. Like mm-hmm. I mean, I was usually in the top like 20, so I wasn't like super stressed out about getting stuff. But like. After they started doing that stupid lineup shit where you would get in line for like the day when they first started the app thing. Yeah, the text,
0: the text to to meet up at the park.
1: Yeah, I like I couldn't I couldn't do it. And like it was it was really like a scavenger hunt. And like people knew, and then they'd be like, Mike, all right, at like 10 42, they'd be like, Where are you? And I'd be like, I'm I'm in the city, where am I going? Oh, you gotta get to 138th Street. I'm like, Whoa, I'm on 14th Street. And then like now you're like you're driving through is I like I enjoyed how fun it was if you were on foot and like they made it fun, but like, it became like crazy. Yeah. Like getting, yeah, those was people from like coming out of the woodwork, crawling through fences to like get into a line. You're like, where the fuck did you come? I was like, I can't do this. This is, this is, this is no good. There, there's no rhyme or reason to like why they had to do it. Like so crazy. but like security guards were getting paid. People would follow them in the vans, like socializing them. They would follow them in the van and be like, all right, we're just, they're getting coffee right now. Um, so yeah, yeah. cop stakeout. Yeah, <laughs> even so. So you remember the snarkitecture? Yeah, uh, they did the this little, little snarkitecture. It was uh, what, what Air Max was that? It was the Air Max Zero, whatever it was called.
0: Uh huh. I think. I mean, let me you, see. I know. I, I know what you talk about.
1: Yeah, they they um they basically Austin was in a car or a van, and they found out what car he was in and followed him to every single mailbox. Like it was a thing. Like it was just. And one of it was, like, fun getting over and, like, getting to the bottom of, like, being the first person there for the resellers. But also, like, it was bullshit because people who were, like, at work and, like, oh, that's my building. I'll come downstairs. Like, they would have got there in, like, a minute or two. But you ruined it for everybody. So it was uh, – the more the more I think about
0: it, there's, like, a lot of shit. <laughs> <laughs> the things we do, man. The things we yeah, do for yeah. something that we love. <laughs> but – not- I was going to say, you know, we're winding down to the end of the podcast. And I usually ask, a, yeah, it's been that whole hour, bro. <laughs> um, uh, but I was, I also asked another question at the end of the podcast. And that question is, I want you to think about that moment when you're about to go cop those Cortezes, right? As you were a kid, you're about to open that box. Now you're you as yourself, your older self, GM self, uh, behind yourself. Behind your younger self, and what would you tell your younger self as they open that box?
1: Slow down. Slow down. Slowly, you know, like like when you're a kid, like you're just like, oh, I gotta get in there and like, uh, I'm gonna do, I'm gonna wear this shit, I'm gonna put, like, just soak it, soak it, let it soak in. Like, enjoy what it is that you have in front of you. I mean, there's so much more you'd want to say to a uh, fucking 13 year old who's just opening his first pair of shoes. Like, <laughs> oh, Yo, you got a long time to go. Make sure you're here on this day because this shit's dropping. Like. <laughs> Uh, turn your phone on. Was that Easter Sunday when they dropped it? October's like Uh two o'clock in the afternoon. Like, like those are all things I would tell them. But I mean, yo, get the get
0: the foams, get the Galaxy foams,
1: all that shit. But I I think just slow down and, and, and enjoy what it is. Embrace each one. And I mean, for a long time, I think everything that I purchased, I could tell you where I was, what I was wearing, and like who I was with when I bought it. And then I I don't know what point. I stopped remembering, but I think that was the point where, like, you're just buying in excess. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, like, take your time, enjoy what it is that you have in front of you, and and think of why you wanted it. And just keep it there. That's all. Don't rush.
0: Love that, man. That's perfectly said. Uh, Yo, thank you so much for jumping on. Uh, See you this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will. <laughs> and you know what we say for everybody each week? Wear your kicks. Peace. I might cop a pair of Romero's. Peace. Peace. Yeah. <laughs>